marriage. I felt like I couldn't really um, talk to God because I was upset with him. So it just felt very isolating. Yeah. And I was at church one time, one, one Sunday service, and I was there just upset as usual. Cause I, I had gone with a hardened heart for that season of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was one thing, this one, um, lady was speaking up there about something totally not what this was. And then all of a sudden she stopped and she goes, I feel like I have to say this to somebody. She's like, and then my ears perked up. It was kind of like the Lord was like, Hey, pay attention, pay attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, I know what your problem is. Your problem is that you don't believe God is good. Wow. Had nothing to do with the rest of her sermon, right? But when she said that, that was the Lord talking directly to me and Mm. telling me, you don't believe I am good. And after that, I went through a process of just really processing that, like, oh my gosh. Mm This is true. Yeah. I don't believe you're good because if I did, I wouldn't be upset that when the first thing goes bad in my life, I'm now resenting you. Hey, Haiti. So excited that you're on today. Um, Hi, I'm excited that you get to share your short story of authenticity. Me too. Okay, so should I just dive right in? Dive right, let's dive right in. (laughs) Okay, so um, my story of authenticity, if I had to label it as something, would be God asking me the question, do you believe that I am good? And um, this story starts when I was 13. I got saved for the first time. I went to a church and accepted the Lord Jesus um, as my Lord and Savior. Um, And one, actually one of my relatives, my grandma actually describes me as being born. The metaphor is being born with a rose in my butt. And it doesn't make sense in English, but it makes sense in Spanish. Um, Basically meaning like, everything works out for me, right? Everything just works out for me. So when I got, when I was 13, my life was just kind of on a trajectory of, I was a good student. Um, Basically, I I was blessed with a lot of opportunities. Um, Whatever I kind of worked for, I earned, I got. Um, I ended up getting a full tuition scholarship for college, which was my biggest goal. Um, So I achieved that. went to college and, and again, ac- accomplished some things, met my husband, Jonathan there, who I thought was a huge blessing, um, found my major right away. I didn't have to like stay an extra year. So everything was on track, right? Everything was working out um, and then got married and it felt like perfect, right? Mm-hmm. It felt like this, I couldn't have asked for a better life, right? Like that's what it felt like. Um, yeah. Well, what happens shortly after I got married is that the the first couple of years of marriage, hell broke loose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it literally felt like God allowed 
the floodgates of hell, like to, to come, to come at us. That's what it felt like. And um, just to kind of, you know, briefly go into some of that, um, Jonathan had lost his job, right? So, he, and I wasn't working. So I had, I had plans to go to law school. I was already preparing to go to law school at that point um, with the expectation that Jonathan's job would fund this. So when he lost his job, that kind of went out the window and then it was like, whoa, hold on. I have to shift and, 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 and change plans. Um, also, this was a very big job for Jonathan. This was a big identity piece for him. And so when he lost that, um, he went through a whole identity crisis, uh, which caused him to go into somewhat of a, a mental health crisis, right? Yeah. Um, and he wasn't himself. Yeah. And so he was acting like he wasn't himself. So for a while there, I felt like I was married to someone I didn't know. Mm -hmm. um, so our marriage was very hard. It actually got had gotten to a point where I did consider walking away from the marriage. Mm -hmm. um, so that was bad. Um, and then in the midst of that, I got pregnant. Mm -hmm. So here I am, no job, marriage on the rocks. I'm considering yeah. leaving and now I'm pregnant. And I'm like, wonderful timing, Lord. Like what is going on here, right? Yeah. What is this baby gonna be born into? Brokenness, brokenness, and brokenness? Like yeah. that's what it felt like. Um, yeah. yeah, and so I just really felt at that time angry with God. Mm. I was really angry with God because I was like, this is not how it was supposed to turn out. And the reason why Jonathan actually left his job, so he did, he got let go, but then he had the opportunity to go back and then he didn't. The reason why he didn't was because the Lord had told him. Hmm. So I was upset with the Lord about that. So I'm upset with the Lord about all these things going on. And yeah. then for you going and whispering into Jonathan's ear, that he's not supposed to take this position back, which would seemingly solve yeah. a lot of our problems. Mm -hmm. So I was in a season of being angry with God. Um, and during that time, I was very lonely. It felt very, I felt alone, right? I mm -hmm. felt alone. I felt like I couldn't trust anybody with my mm -hmm. intimate information about what was going on in my marriage. I felt like I couldn't really um, talk to God because I was upset with him. So it just felt very isolating. Yeah. And I was at church one time, one, one Sunday service, and I was there just upset as usual because I, I had gone with a hardened heart for that season of time. Um, and there was one thing, this one um, lady was speaking up there about something totally not what this was. And then all of a sudden she stopped and she goes, I feel like I have to say this to somebody. She's like, and then my ears perked up. It was kind of like the Lord was like, hey, pay attention, pay attention. Yeah. Mm. And then she goes, I know what your problem is. Your problem is that you don't believe God is good. Wow. Had nothing to do with the rest of her sermon, right? But when she said that, that was the Lord talking directly to me and mm. telling me, you don't believe I am good. And after that, I went through a process of just really processing that, like, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. this is true. Yeah. I don't believe you're good because if I did, I wouldn't be upset that 
when the first thing goes bad in my life, I'm now resenting you. Mm. I'm now angry with you. I'm now throwing a tantrum, right? I, I am a spoiled brat right mm. at this point because everything has gone well. And the first sight of tribulation, the first sight of my faith really being tested here, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I throw in the towel and I accuse God of, of being unfair, of being, you know, not good. Um, mm -hmm. And so I had to come to terms with that because here I was thinking like, oh no, I'm saved. Yeah. I've had a whole 10, a decade of being with the Lord at this point. I know the word of God, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm a woman of God. Yet my test had, my faith hadn't been tried. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. It was convenient for me to have faith. It was convenient for me to think God was good because I hadn't gone through anything. Mm. Really? Yeah. Right? And like I hadn't, I was really doing, I was good. And wow. so here it is the first time that I really go through something, mm -hmm. right? I quickly renounce the goodness of God because I became angry with him. And if I really believed he was good, I would have had, I would have had the faith to know that regardless of my circumstances, it doesn't change God's nature. Wow. Yeah. God's nature is his goodness. Yeah. He mm -hmm. is good. He is love. And right. his word tells us that all things mm -hmm. work together. Yeah. Right. For my good. Mm -hmm. So if I really believe that, yeah. I, I would have had faith during that time. And so when I went through that processing period, I really had to come to terms with the fact that one, I'm not as spiritually mature as I think I am. Mm -hmm. One. So two, I need to humble myself, girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Humble yourself, girlfriend. Right? Like you, this is ugly. This, this whole entitlement, right? This whole entitlement. Mm -hmm. this, you Again, I felt very spoiled. Like yeah. my spoiledness was revealed. Mm -hmm. um, and three, so since I was that way, right? The Lord wasn't going to reveal something he didn't want to heal. So he was coming after that. Yeah. yeah. He revealed that not to be like, shame on you. I know. He mm -hmm. revealed that because he wanted to redeem that. He wanted to come after it. He wanted to burn up that part that was not like him for mm -hmm. my sake yeah for, right mm -hmm. so that i can experience abundance and fullness of joy in the midst of the trials and tribulations i was going through Sweet. right so that was months of that's beautiful of just going through that process with the lord really mm -hmm. unlearning mm -hmm. you know unlearning um just what i thought the goodness of god was yeah and really understanding that god is the source mm -hmm. everything else is the resource yeah my job is a resource my husband is a resource right the the, the whatever aids is a resource yeah. but god is the source and the same way he used these resources to provide my needs yeah emotional mental physical is the same way he can use a rock he can use yeah. a donkey he can use mm -hmm. anything else to right. give what i need mm -hmm. and it was really a period of time where he taught me not only am i good i am trustworthy mm -hmm. and i am gyra 
right? I am provider. I am the one that provides Mm -hmm. all of your needs. Yeah. Those two came, those two lessons came hand in hand for me where Mm -hmm. it was like, God is good. And because he's good, he will always provide. Yeah. He will always provide. And so even though we were in a season of drought for years, emotionally, physically, a season of drought, and it was hard in the middle of that, he Mm -hmm. taught me how to become resilient, spiritually resilient so Mm -hmm. that I could, I could be healed. Yeah. No, in that area. And so so good. That was the biggest learning, I think. And now that's, I really cling to that. At, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, there's no wavering. God is good. He is good. If yeah. I wake up with cancer tomorrow, mm-hmm. he is still in his nature. Mm-hmm. Goodness. And even if there is cancer in my body, somehow, some way, this will be good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it just has to work out that way. Mm-hmm. So there's, and, and ever since experiencing tribulation since that time, that's been my mentality that no, nope, mm-hmm. somehow, some way, this is going to be good. Yeah, yeah. Because he's good and mm-hmm. he loves me. Right. So I think that's been one of my biggest cornerstones of my faith. God is good. That's beautiful. That is so beautiful, Haiti. Thank you for sharing that and sharing your story. That um, is, is, is so powerful to realize that God, he really is. His nature is good. He is good. Yeah. He just is. He just is. And so was there any type of practical thing that you did in that season of unlearning and kind of re-putting on a new mindset and perspective to, to kind of bring yourself to, to the new place? Yeah, the I think the biggest thing during that time was me leaning into the word of God, mm-hmm. learning about God's nature. Mm-hmm. Right? Like So reading my word and everything that I had to say about God being good, everything that I had to say about God being a provider, mm-hmm. everything that I had to say about, you know, um, God being faithful to me. Mm-hmm. So, by me going into the word and finding stories and finding scriptures, it helped mm-hmm. to build my faith. It helped yeah. to read my mind. Um, it helped to give me evidence, you know, to data to support this new way of thinking. Um, I think also outside of the word, I really leaned on most honestly, most of the work was done through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit speaking to my heart directly. Yeah. In those moments of doubt, when those doubts would creep in, when that voice would come back and mm-hmm. accuse God, yeah. right? God on the judgment seat. When that would come in, the Holy Spirit would be there to coach me, yeah. and teach me and reveal truth. And he'd say, hold on, there yeah. you go, putting me on the judgment seat again. You're judging me again. Come yeah. back, come back, take me off that seat, right? Mm-hmm. Let's Let's talk through this. Yeah. And that really was, that's really how God does with me period right like mm-hmm. he re- I really am keen to his voice and so it's really him and I most of the time just kind of going back and forth getting um, it out there yeah. yeah yeah and so that was good I think what also helped during that time um was leaning into friendships mm-hmm. um, that would build my faith yeah so good because if I'm if I continue to like I needed 
a voice of opposition during that time that would help me unlearn the lies that mm. I believed about God. So by me staying within my isolated context, I wasn't right. allowing room for another voice to come in. And mm -hmm. so I welcomed a couple of close friends into this dark space of mine. Yeah. Uh, so that they could be the opposing voice to the enemy. Yes. So it was really a, a collaborative process. Yeah. It was me, it was the Holy Spirit, um, it was my friends. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and that really helped me to 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 grow through that space. And I, I, I want to share something too that the Lord told me during that time that I think ties into this. Going back to my marriage being in such a dark place, I remember when I was getting ready to pack my bags, I mm -hmm. was literally in my room. And I was packing my bags, going off with with the Lord. Like yeah. I'm like, could you believe this so and so did this? Oh my gosh! Right? I was just having a whole a whole thing dancing session, and the Lord. This is how the Lord was. He was over there in the corner with his tea. Like, mm hmm. Yes, girl. That was not okay. Right. <laughs> Um, and he was so gracious that he allowed me to just kind of go through all of that. And mm. then, and then in the end, he made a suggestion, right? Mm. Um, and he said, listen, you have every right to leave. Mm. And if you leave, I'm with you. But if you stay, I will give you the grace to stay. Wow. If you choose to stay. I will give you the grace to stay. And I had to think about that because I was like, do I want to take you up on that? Because wow. it was a choice. He gave mm -hmm. me an option. He wasn't mm -hmm. forcing me to do anything. He's like, if okay. you stay, I'm with you regardless. Yeah. I'm with you when you go and when you come, right? But if you stay, so I will give you the grace to stay. So I took some time to think about it. And I remember coming back to that conversation with the Lord and saying, I'm going to take you up on it. Mm. Pick you up on it, but I trust you. Mm -hmm. And I think that was another pivotal point for me where I yeah. shifted trust. Yeah, yeah. Trust was no longer in man. That's right. My trust was no longer in Jonathan, in what humans can do, because yeah. I had learned that humans will let you down. <laughs> At that point, I had learned they will disappoint us. Yeah, right. Yeah. So my trust, even that mm -hmm. was. Even that I think was really an opportunity for mm -hmm. lordship, for the Lord yeah, to yeah. come and say, come on, I come to me. Yeah. Come to me. I'm the one. Right. I, come to mm -hmm. me if you're third. I'm the one who will give you water, living That's water. Right. So, so it just felt like, okay, Lord, I mm -hmm. see you. You're saying, come on, come to me. Yeah. Right. Um, so I said, okay, I'll take you up on this and I will trust you. Mm -hmm. And that has been another thing that carried me through this because I was like, hold on, no matter what I go through, if I'm with Jonathan, if I'm not mm -hmm. with Jonathan, yeah. if I'm working, if I'm not working, I look to the hills. Yeah. My help sure. comes from all of my help. All of it. <laughs> right. All of it. So I no longer relied on them. And that was mm -hmm. so freeing for mm -hmm. the moment. That's I had that expectation on him, right? right. Like, no, I don't rely on you for security. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I rely on the Lord. And so I free you 
from yeah, yeah. the pressure of giving me security. Right. Yeah. Right? Um, I free you from that expectation because you already let me down. So I, I'm gonna just free you from that, right? Because I I can't trust you. Yeah. Yeah. But I can trust the Father who is good. So all of this was like being learned hand in yeah, hand. Yeah. Like you can trust me. Mm -hmm. I am good. I yeah. won't let you down. Right. Mm -hmm. And so ever since then, like I said, like no matter what happens with Jonathan. Yeah. I'm okay because yeah. I trust in the right. Lord. So good. Right? Mm -hmm. And so that, that shift happened right around that same time. That's beautiful. That is so beautiful. I was thinking when you were saying that about God being good and how about one thing I've learned recently, which is the word Yahweh. Yeah. Translated is to be mm. like what? And so it was like, when they would say the word Yahweh, he is literally translated to be. It's, and then I was just sitting with that. And it was like, the Holy Spirit was like, no, no, whatever that situation calls for, I am. It's like when he, you know, said, yeah. I am that I am. I'm revealing myself to be the I am. Yeah. Know? And, and it's very present. And yeah. that is just beautiful because at the end of the day, when our firm foundation is built on that solid rock of Jesus, yes, he is his name is a bit like he is and will he take is. care of, yeah, he yes. and will take care of whatever that situation calls for at that moment. So, I'm just so encouraged by that. That's awesome. Mm, I'm glad, yeah, I, it gets me emotional thinking about that time because it was heavy, it yeah, was a yeah, heavy time of my life. Like mm -hmm. it was so hard, but he really taught me who he really was. That was the beginning of him teaching me who he really was. Mm -hmm. It really was. It was the beginning of teaching me his true nature. And right around that time, that's when I read the shack and yeah. all, he was just like, girl, come on. Like there's things I reveal about myself. Yeah. It's time. It's time for meat. Hmm. It's time for deeper waters. Yeah, yeah. Let's get out of the shallow and the kiddie pool. Like, yep. I want to bring you in deeper. Mm -hmm. And so, and it was for my maturity, for right. my, mm -hmm. for my own development. Right. And here's the most beautiful thing is that that you know when the Holy Spirit, when when we find ourselves, I'll say in certain scenarios and situations that life will bring you know yeah. it's just beautiful to know that it all works together like you said it all works it's all working for those the good of those who love god and the call to, and are called according to his purpose like it's working it's gotta be good you know and so we can be flat-footed and know god yeah no but i know it's gonna be good Yes. Yes. Exactly. When you have done all to stand, stand. Mm -hmm. Just stand there. Yeah. That 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 level of confidence. Mm -hmm. When you can just stand and not do. Because standing is stillness. Yeah. Right? Standing is stillness. Uh-oh, did I lose you? No, I'm here. Hold on. I don't know what happened. Okay. Standing is stillness. So when yeah. you can stand, that's beautiful. That that's faith right there. Yeah. 
That's great. Well, thank you so much for sharing. And you know what, how much I care about you. And I mean, it's just beautiful. You are a, I told you off screen, I'll tell you on screen. You're just such a gift. I will be having you on every season of anything. <laughs> just, I'll be begging for more time. <laughs> so oh my goodness. appreciate, I really appreciate you. So thank you for sharing. You're welcome, Tiara. Thank you. It's always a privilege to be here with you. Oh, thank you. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>